Welcome to the Blokes of Tasmania podcast. I'm your host, Dane Heller. Thanks for tuning in, a space where we talk all things Tasmania and I'm far beyond. Thanks for uh, joining us on the podcast, the uh, Anzac Day special. Um, I'm joined here by Andrew Beef O'Keefe. Um, we're here, it's only going to be a little mini pod to reflect on on what uh, everyone thinks we should reflect on with the Anzac spirit or what we need to reflect on. But uh, just a quick heads up, apologies for any crackle noises in the background, that's my fireplace burning in the studio, but uh, thanks for joining me, Beefy. Pleasure to be here again as usual, mate. How are you doing tonight? Yeah, no, I can't complain, having a couple of beers and celebrating the uh, life we have from those that uh, fought for us many, many years ago. The life that they made for us. They made for us and they fought for us. But, um, yeah, how are you? How was your Anzac Day? How did it happen? What happened? Uh, good. I uh, did my uh, usual steps. I was up at uh, early in the morning out in the driveway. There were a couple of people around. Not not, not all that many, but probably a couple of overseas neighbours around near my place as well. Overseas is really good to hear, like, you know, people that are from that aren't from the country and obviously uh hanging out and uh supporting and calling Australia home which is which is the whole idea of it, you know. We're uh, one nation, doesn't where where you come from. Every every soldier back in the day fought for this world. But um yeah, I had uh I think there's ten houses in my cul de sac, I think. Only three of them didn't come out, so it was um, a really good show this morning at 6am. But um, a bit sad, I would have generally been in Melbourne at this time. I go over here every year for the uh, the footy game, but obviously with the COVID, I couldn't be there. But um, I suppose you're used to seeing them lose by now, so you could just imagine it in your own head. Absolutely. A mate sent me a message before and he's like, oh, watching a replay of a game and he's like, oh, you know, how good would it have been to send the Bombers win today? And I was like, oh, you mean us to get fucked up again? You know, I've been 2008, skip 2009, which was the Zaharakis year. Uh, 2010, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, missed 17, Went 18 and missed last year as well. But How many wins in that time, Dane? Uh, one. Yeah, yep, yep. One, I uh, I think I worked out with my old man that I'd been to nearly 30 Essendon games for like four wins or something. Reminds me of uh, a little mate I know called uh, Joshua G. Knight. Uh, used to have a... And, and I'll also throw Marty Ashland into this frame. Uh, we did used to have our old um, boys trips uh, over to the uh, Melbourne area just to watch the Hawthorne v Carlton games. And after, I think it was a record 13 or 14 losses in a row, they actually threw that in and stopped going with me to Melbourne to see Hawthorne v Carlton games. Well, I'm surprised it lasted 13 games, to be honest. That's... Um strong stature by those boys but um, 
Oh, sorry for the burp there, boys and girls. But um, the reason we're here tonight is just just uh, to reflect on on what Anzac Day means and what it represents um, for a lot of the younger generation, probably my age or a bit younger than me. It's a day to get on the piss. It's a day to watch footy, but. A lot of people don't understand the the true story of Anzac Day, and as we sort of said at the start, like these men and and the women that were there, the nurses and and that, that they fought and fought, and Australia wouldn't be what it is today if it wasn't for those men and women that defended our country. Um, they definitely gave our to their today for our tomorrow. Exactly, and that, and that's with everything that's going on with COVID. Everyone's like, oh, I don't want to stay at home. Blah, blah, blah. I want to be out. I want to be at the pub. I definitely want to be at the pub. Oh, I'm, I'm with you. But at the end of the day, when you think about it, you know, going back, what, 100, 100 years ago, 105 years ago to uh, 1915, 25th of April, um, these guys were giving their lives for us. So 100, 105 years difference, our country, for the survival of our country, is asking you to stay at home. And back then they were asking you to go and fight for your life for our country. So we've got it pretty easy in the scheme of things to what people had back then. And and that's what I don't understand. Like people whinging and moaning that they have to be at home and that imagine them a hundred years ago being conscripted to the law uh, to the war um it's pretty pretty despicable to me that people can't understand that those men and women back then fought for us to have what we have now and we can't stay at home and watch bloody netflix or stan or play playstation or xbox at least we don't have the stupidity of the americans who are writing, trying to get a haircut. Um, I'm not even going to go into that subject. But... I think we're doing all right. I think everyone's been doing... Everyone's doing their part. The virus down here is receding, shall we say? The whole country. Not just Tassie, the whole country. We have have less than 7,000 cases and... More than, I think it's about seventy percent. More than seventy percent of those cases are recovered. So, thank you, boys and girls, for staying at home and doing your part. But I do have some great innovation. I've got a bit of a brain thought. Why is this scaring me? Why don't we inject ourselves with disinfectant? Fucking done. <laughs> Can we have a coffee afterwards? <laughs> Well, the disinfectant will kill everything. It'll kill your organs, and you'll be dead. So you won't have to worry about coronavirus. There are a few people I could uh, recommend that to, I reckon. (laughs) You you brought that up when you talked about Americans. I knew I had to throw that in there. um, Same with the cough thief. How's it pronounced? I'm not even going to try. I struggle with words at the best. You're struggling with words now, mate. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so... We're glad everyone's staying home, being safe. Um, 
I do feel for the old soldiers or diggers, as you like to call them. Or well, I suppose they're diggers, aren't they? They're all diggers. Yeah, as the old diggers, like it was, and the new new diggers, and the new diggers. It was it was pretty hard this morning. Like I don't do a lot of dawn services myself. I'm a bit of a sleeper, and I I do the ten o'clock service and that sort of stuff. But I do feel for them. I do feel for those that can't get out now and those sort of old fellows like there's there's a few war veterans that are still about from the old days and this and god forbid I hope it's not but this could have very been very well been their last Anzac day um which which breaks my heart to think about because it's possibly the worst thing that's happened to them since the war like yeah you've gone through depressions and that after the war but for these guys though it's not necessarily a sad thing that may or may not be the last I did see a news article today earlier stating that um, our uh, esteemed premier uh, went and paid this uh, last surviving uh, gentleman a visit from a can't remember which war he was in, but he pretended he was 19 uh, when he was actually 15. He was actually a prisoner of war for a while. Um, that's about all I remember of the article, but the Premier, uh, Mr Gutween, gave him a visit and also did the Hobart Fire Brigade to thank him for his service. Yeah, I know. I'm, oh God. Yeah, I can't think of the guy's name, but uh, there's a lot, a lot of people out there... F- I think I think they end up working out the youngest person they ever served in the war, World War One, World War Two. They were fifteen, lied about their age, shipped off, and that's all it was about. They were. That was him. He wanted to uh, go and protect his country. Yeah, and and we've been listening to uh, tonight um, Lee Koenigan's Spirit of the Anzac album. Um, a lot of those songs are written on letters. Or written from letters and it's a sensational album. True stories, like um, it's a pretty touching, heartfelt sort of album, and that. And uh, not that Lee will ever listen to this, but if he does, uh, we've given you a plug so you can uh, <laughs> join us one night. But um, yeah, so nearly every song the- gives you goosebumps listening to it. It's just beautiful. Well written, well sung. That's like listening to I Was Only 19 by Red Gum and even K-San by the old culture. We've been through them all tonight. Yep. It's it's just one of those things. As per history. The Seekers. I was only... uh, We are Australian. Goosebumps. Um, Yeah, but basically the message of the pod tonight is look look at today and look what everyone fought for back in the day to protect our country and... My message is, stay at home to protect your country. It's the easiest thing you can do in your life. Stay at home, watch movies, play video games. Mate, I was born a gamer. I was born for this. <laughs> Before this all came in, all I did on my days off was play video games. So they're like, stay at home and don't do anything. That's all you do now, mate. Video games? How good is it? How freaking good is it? On a side note, I'm getting better at Warzone. 
Yeah, well, we'll, we'll uh, you have to join us for uh, one of our gaming segments. We do a gaming segment every now and then on the pod, as uh, listeners will, will know. But, um, yeah, what I'm going to do is, while we're having a chat about this, we might just do a bit of... What, a bit what, of... Like, what, what, what does Anzac Day mean to you Andrew if, if I was some random person coming up to you and saying Beefy what 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 does it mean to you like, what does it mean to you good way to put me on the spot as usual mate but the best thing I can potentially describe to anybody is in all honesty I just wanted to remember anybody that has ever gone to war and actually fought and not necessarily actually fought done their service for our country there's a lot of them over the years and there's a lot of many positions so there's people in the front lines that's obviously the first people you're going to think of uh in the ditches in the trenches fighting and fighting those people that probably want to harm our way of life but we also want to remember everyone supported them so everyone the ships all the medics everyone like that so literally any Anzac Day for me is remembering anybody that's ever done anything for our country and I better chuck in a small word for our uh, Kiwis over the ditch over there because that's what Anzac's all about. Thank you to you two boys and girls. Uh, what about you, Dave? Yeah, well, that's it. Like, I grew up in the Scouts and I believe you said you were in the Sea Scouts. Sea Scouts, yes. Um, I learned the reef knot in two and a half years. It was great. I've learned it in about three days, but anyway. Well, yeah, it's the same. <laughs> That's the only thing I learned in two and a half years. <laughs> um, I can now do a half itch. <laughs> yeah, it basically, it basically um, reflects um, the fact that men and women fought for what we are today. Imagine if we got invaded. Like I know, the the Darwin attacks were was that World, World War Two. World War Two. Imagine if they didn't defend us. We'd be Japanese owned. Yeah, yeah, we might be half Chinese owned now. Well, Darwin's now Chinese owned anyway with the ports. Apparently, according to most, but well, yeah, but not it, according to most. It's a fact. But that's that, irrelevant. But that's now. what I'm saying. Like. We wouldn't be the country we are today if it wasn't for our veterans. Um, but I'm going to do and just play it while we're on air and Andrew and I are going to observe the minute silence and um, we're going we're gonna to play the last post. I'm just trying to bring it up now. Um, if you've got anything to add, Andrew... I'll just add that you did have it up there in front of you and then you lost it. <laughs> well, I don't know which one to ring up. They're all the same, mate. It's the last post. It's haunting. So the last post, the actual just the last post of it, that that will have a minute silence in it, in the minute 45. Oh, we'll go this, we'll go this one. All right, guys. Um, anyone that's listening, if it's in you know, May or a couple of days after. Um, 
I would love you guys to just take your hats off and uh, observe a minute of silence, but uh, we'll bring it in and, uh, yeah, we'll have a chat afterwards. Thank you for uh, for the silence there we had. Um, it's, uh, gives me goosebumps just every listening time. To, every time every time I listen to that last post it, um, it gives me goosebumps um, we might add just one more which I probably could add afterwards but I'm going to add it now um, just just for things of the uh, uh, yeah pod cast and and that we'll uh we'll add the national anthem in so if uh anyone's listening obviously take your hats off and and raise and do your stuff for australia thank you
Yeah, well, that brings goosebumps to me listening to uh, both of them. But plus uh, one, plus one. <laughs> thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Uh, I doubt many of the su- subscribers would be still here with us, but uh, thank if you. If you are, you bloody de- dedicated guys. Thanks. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why you still listen to us. I wouldn't be listening to us, but uh, thank you. Yeah, our hearts mean well, but. Um, we drink too many beers while we do this, but uh, thanks for joining us, guys. Um, remember what we're here for. We're here because of those in the past, and expect our future children and grandchildren to be here for you because of what we're going through now. So stay safe, guys. Look after yourselves. Stop buying toilet paper. They have. I was at uh, Cole Sorrell today because they just got better meat out there. Oh, Toilet you're, paper you're, aisle... You love your meat out there, don't you? I love my meat anywhere, <laughs> I will be honest. But the toilet paper aisle was absolutely stacked. I can't... I As can't. was Sorrell Fine Meat, shout out to those guys because I just got the beefiest beef ribs, beef short ribs I've ever seen in my life. They're Do you just want to say your own name, Beef? Or what? what's the go there? You just said beef about four times. Beef. Beef. All right. <laughs> now, shout out to uh, any local business. Support your local. Um, Support go- your local. doesn't have to be takeaway. Go to your butcher. Get some really, really good meat. I'm, I'm a meat fanatic. Yeah. And, and as much as I applaud the, the big chain supermarkets, Coles and Woolies and on the mainland, Audi and whatever else they've got over there, but go, go to your local butcher. You might pay a couple of dollars more for a bit of meat, but it'll be... Ten times not pay better. a couple of dollars less too. I'll be honest, but it's, it's just ten still times going better. to be a better meat. Yeah, it's not full of time. full of shit and whatnot. But um, yeah, anyway, thanks for joining me tonight, Andrew. Thank you, Dane. Um, as I said, bit of a short mini pod. Uh, Thank Christ. Anzac special. So uh, yeah, take care, guys. Look after yourself, and uh, just remember that this will be all over soon, and we'll be back talking footy and sport and. God knows what else, but um, yeah, take care. Thank you again, Andrew, and uh, have a good night, guys. Good night. Thank you for joining into the Blokes of Taz podcast. We hope to see you next week. Look after yourselves. Stay safe. Take care. Thank you.